Welcome to Slices of Life, the podcast where intentional living and imperfection meet. Today, and throughout the month of August, we're taking a break from our usual format to bring you the summer edition of our show called Summer Slice. It's a collection of short conversations that you didn't hear in our regular episodes, but are definitely worth listening to. Our hope is that they will continue to help you navigate real faith, real life, and real community in the everyday. Over the last year, we've talked a lot about values. In episode 40, we shared with you simple steps that will help you discover your core values. This is a great start in living an intentional life. However, just knowing your values is not enough to make them show up in your everyday. You can say you stand for something, but unless those values are translated into behaviors, you'll go about your days continuing with habits that are familiar and comfortable. In episode 48, we discuss how to turn your values into practices that are actionable, repeatable, observable, and measurable. Here we are talking about how similar practices can be rooted in different values. To host too. Hosting for us falls under generosity. Hospitality is important to me, but it's not one of my top five, top seven values. But to me, it for us it falls under another category. For us, this is an extension of our generosity, and that mm-hmm, means mm-hmm. something that's yeah, really, like that. really important to us, right? So we can have very similar practices, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I can host and you can host, and it can come from a different place does that make sense yes yeah and it's not even it's it's not even so much of a different place but it's an interesting claiming of what your value really is i I like i like the specificity of that Mm -hmm. uh, generosity versus hospitality just just to reiterate what we were saying in the podcast on values is there's no value that's more important or more morally righteous than any other you know not that we shouldn't get tripped up on listening to other people's values and being like oh well like well look at them aren't they special like you know there's no comparing values (laughs) there really there really isn't so no because you can claim the value yourself if you want to right right so knowing knowing noelle i know that hospitality is a value for her and and um so I guess my point is saying that I don't think that I'm better than her because my value comes, my, my hosting parties comes from a place of generosity. Like there's no, it, it makes no difference why right. we do what we do. I mean, I would say that generosity for us as a value mm-hmm. is so important to us because of my story about what it took to get out of debt and to live the life mm-hmm. that I'm living now. If we, we did a podcast on uh, managing money and we talked about our relationships to money and how we're teaching our kids. And, you know, it comes from why I would say for me, generosity trumps hospitality in the sense of being right. singled out right. is because of my journey is because of the five, six, seven years right. that I right. like worked three jobs and I ate hot dogs every night and like pulled myself out of debt no it's absolutely i think that's a a really interesting insight um the 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 values that we live by and the words that we choose Mm -hmm. can be a sort of uh, well probably are traced to something um whether it's brokenness or healing or or uh, experience it's Mm -hmm. it's very insightful i I love it i love this stuff you kidding yeah so this is my sweet spot (laughs) Your values are the why of how you live and what you do. So it makes sense that many of the decisions we make as an individual and as a family are determined by those principles. However, sometimes we say yes to the wrong things when we don't consider our values or protect the margin that is critical to a balanced life. 
Here's Elise sharing her experience with saying yes to something for the wrong reasons. I prayed about it and I really felt because it was a big commitment and I knew it was going to take a lot of time with um, two of my children that could participate and, and essentially a baby at home that wasn't going to be able to participate. So it was going to take a lot of time. But I prayed about it, and I really felt like it was a great investment for both my children and the school. And it went really well, and, you know, it made more money than ever before, and we had great gift baskets and a raffle and all kinds of stuff, and people were just, like, thrilled with what I had done. And then in the meantime, over that course of, like, the next, um, let's say, six-month period, I started to step up in leadership in a ministry, Moms in Prayer, um, which we've talked about many times. And I became the state coordinator, which was a very, very big job. I was asked to do the talent show again. And because I was asked in such a flattering way, um, oh my gosh, you did such a great job last year. Would you do it again this year? Though I had already said yes to a super huge commitment, I said yes to the talent show. I did not pray about it. I just said yes, because I was flattered and because I felt needed and wanted. And I tell you, the six weeks that I worked on that talent show were six of the most torturous weeks I've ever had. Mm. And my fa- and my family paid the price. You know, I was a stressed out, crazy mama and, and wife. And so, again, that was one of those um, I absolutely had no moment of margin during that season. Mm-hmm. And, and I could have avoided that whole thing had I said no, which is what I should have said. If I'd asked the Lord, I am sure. He would have said, no, <laughs> don't, don't take this on. But I didn't want to hear it because I just wanted to feed yeah. my ego at that particular yeah. moment. And I ended up, believe me, not feeding my ego or anything else, including my family, because there was no food on the table. Oh for six weeks, well, so. Want to discover your core values or determine the practices that help you live out those values? Head over to the show notes to download our free core values inventory, as well as the value practices kit. If you find yourself with a little extra time this summer, on the beach, at the pool, or in the car, we'd love for you to catch up on episodes you've missed. Here's one of our listeners sharing their favorite episode. Hello, this is Janelle in Saunderstown, Rhode Island, and my favorite podcast of the Slices of Life in the past year is episode number 52, How to Use Our Words Well. That episode was really impactful for me because it was a great reminder how I need to use my words to speak life and positivity not only to myself, but to my kids. It was quite apparent after listening to that how I would nonchalantly make comments um, that I thought were somewhat um, trivial, but really didn't lift my kids up in any way. And um, I really appreciate the words of all of the hosts and the um, impact that it's had in my life. So thank you. Thanks for joining us for this week's Summer Slice. We'll be back in September with full-length episodes for season three of the show. The best way to make sure you never miss an episode is to subscribe to us in your favorite podcast app. For those of you who want to take a deep dive into the topics we've discussed, we've created a weekly newsletter with additional content and resources, not only from us, your co-hosts, but from others around the web. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. Let us know on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Circles of Faith.